My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Tim Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Tahari. Really glad that you can join us. And for this edition of Tim Melly Talk, I'm really excited to be on the phone with Sarah Fatemi. She is a stand-up comedian, and she's also a huge Tim Melly fan. Sarah. Welcome to Team Ellie Talk. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. And Sarah, you know, I feel like my introduction didn't really do you justice. You know, I was looking at your Instagram and, you know, you do more than just stand-up comedy. I believe you write, you do some producing, and don't you also have a web series? I do. Um, it premiered a couple months ago, and then we pulled it when we wanted to do a film festival run. Um, yeah, it's called Saffron and Rose. It's about two Iranian-American girls. They start a secret radio show about sex and about taboo subjects. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it, actually, and it was really cool. It was kind of my attempt at trying to get more Middle Eastern characters portrayed in a more positive light, and it was a lot of fun to shoot and to write and produce, and I'm starring in it, and my co-star, Maral, she's phenomenal, and I, I hope everyone gets a chance to check it out. Yes, I would definitely like to check it out, and what about for our listeners, how can they check it out? Where should they go on Instagram? You can go to at Saffron and Rose underscore web series. Or they can check out my personal Instagram at Sarah Fatimi Official. I'll be I've posted about it a lot on there, and I believe the link is up in my bio. Okay, well I'll need to do that very soon. And also involving your show, was there is there ever any kind of reference to you know watching soccer, you know watching Team Le? Funny enough, actually, in one of the scenes, I get into a fight with my co-star's character, and then I, um, I hope people don't hate me for this, but I kind of destroy her side of the bedroom, and we thought it would be fun to have, like, real pictures of our families on the wall, and, like, also stuff that we like, so, so I do, like, rip down a picture of Pimeli, which, it, like, kind of broke my heart to do that, but at the same time was kind of entertaining, but yeah, <laughs> so so everybody, all, all our favorite Team Ellie stars make uh, make an appearance in Saffron and Rose. <laughs> I won't say which episode though. Excellent. I, I like how you build the suspense. You know, we're gonna have to go find it. Sounds like a plan. I'm gonna have to put that on my to do list right away. And you know, as now we're shifting gears a bit. You know, my question for you is, you know, when did you first start following Team Ellie, the national team of Iran? I started really getting into it about five years ago when they qualified for the World Cup last time. Um, I just, I re- at that time, I had recently become friends with a lot of people from Iran. Um, I really didn't have that growing up in the Midwest. And just seeing their passion and how happy it made them, it kind of it grew on me. And I was like, whoa, well, I need to follow this team more. What do they do that makes these people so happy? And, you know, I, I watched the World Cup with them the following summer, and I really took a liking to a lot of the players, and just they play with such passion, and 
you know, they really put their whole heart into it. And not to mention, soccer is definitely my favorite sport. I, I, I like watching it more than basketball or football and such. And leading out to my next question, you mentioned some of the players you took a liking to. Who were some of those players? And is it possible that that time goalkeeper Ali Reza Hagigi was one of those players you took a liking to? I think I know where you're going with that. Yes, I definitely thought he was attractive. But, I mean, you know, a phenomenal goalie. I would. I think uh, it was, there were four of them that I knew by name because I think they were the most popular ones. So it was Hagigi, Deja um, Gucci, and also uh, Andronic Temurian. And I even, like, I wore my hair in a bun when, uh, when I was watching one of the games, and I snapped a picture of it, and I put it on, on Twitter, because I remember he was famous for the man bun at the time. But uh, I went to Iran the following Christmas, and I even bought a Timeli jersey, because they, uh, um, there's this whole, like, in each city, I guess there's this whole, like, sports complex dedicated to just selling jerseys and sports stuff. And I bought one, and I had Deja Gad's name imprinted on the back. Because he was my favorite player at the time. You know, fast-forwarding now uh, to the 2018 World Cup, because you mentioned Ashkan Deja Gad, and, of course, you mentioned how you got his last name on your jersey. Were you a little disappointed that he did not make any appearances for Iran at the 2018 World Cup in Russia? I was a little bit. But, you know, I mean, I trust Keros' judgment, and I guess, I mean, he really didn't seem too upset about it. You know, I'm not going to mention there obviously were some other players that had some things to say about being benched, and I can imagine how it feels, you know, when, when you were kind of a superstar in the last World Cup and then not even getting to play in this World Cup. I was definitely kind of sad not to see him on the field but I, from what I heard, he was apparently getting over an injury still. And so it may have been to his benefit. You know, as long as he's okay. I'm just happy he's now in Tractor Sazi and, you know, he's playing. Um, he's, he's, he'll forever be, you know, one of our kings. Definitely. He really made a lot of Team LE fans happy years ago when he decided to make his first appearance for Iran. You know, when I look back at that, I remember he was basically hoping to play for the national team of Germany, but he wasn't getting that call-up. And, you know, it's I'm sure maybe some, team, maybe some Team LE fans might have been a little upset about that, but, you know, the fact is I was extremely excited when he decided to put on that shirt for Iran. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine how him and Gucci and uh, Saman Gutsu feel, you know, it's kind of like... Because, I mean, America doesn't really have a really strong soccer team, but, you know, for the three of them, it's like... If you were called up by both of them, which would you choose? For some people, that's a sensitive topic. And, oh, I definitely know who I would choose, that's for sure. Yeah, Mexico, Iran, and America. Well, you know, some things go on the record, some things don't. But I usually tell people that I cheer for the countries of my ethnicities. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, you know, since they're more passionate. And, you know, as we're still on the topic of the 2018 World Cup, you know, tell me something, you know, what were your expectations for Team Ellie being in such a tough group with Morocco, Spain, and Portugal? I mean, were you feeling like, hey, you know what, we could do this, you know, I'm the total believer, doesn't matter who we're playing against, were you, were you kind of scared of the opponents that Iran was going up against? 
I definitely was really nervous for them, and I knew that there was a huge chance that we wouldn't advance, but I also knew that it could go either way. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I knew Morocco was kind of in the same caliber, and, you know, our boys have been training and working so hard in all these European leagues. I think the team was honestly the strongest it's ever been, and there's really only way up from here. Absolutely. You know, they played really hard. You know, they're our heroes. I'm very proud of them. A lot of Team LA fans are really proud of them. And that brings me to my next question. And for and I, I've been asking this question before. It'll probably continue, you know, for more upcoming podcasts, but that's beside the point. Who was your MVP for Team LA at the World Cup in Russia? Ali Reza Bayran then, for sure. I mean, he, the way he saved Ronaldo's goal, that doesn't happen very much. Um, even Ronaldo himself was shocked. And he definitely, he definitely made it come out a lot better than it was. Um, they really weren't hit with too many goals. Um, I also really, really was standing Sardar Odmoon, Ramin Rezaian, Morshaza Porarianji. Honestly, most of them. But yeah, I, would, I guess kind of the rock of the team, one of them at least, was Ayur um, Zabeira at that. And you know what's so, what makes such a great story about Baron Van, and I'm sure you know it too, about how he was brought up in Iran. You know, he ran away from his family and he was homeless for a time in Tehran. I mean, that right there is a great story. But even another story, I think, just to go with it, is that leading up to the World Cup, and I remember even on this podcast as well, a few uh, few of my buddies who are analysts as well, they even mentioned, you know, we were all saying together that there was a lot of question marks at the goalkeeping position leading up to the World Cup. Some were wondering, you know, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Bayron Van or maybe Mazaheri or Abidzadeh? You know, at the end of the day, I did say that it was going to be Bayron Van because of his experience. But, you know, what a great performance he put in at the World Cup. Absolutely. And just reading his story is so inspiring. I mean, someone needs to give that guy a movie deal. <laughs> Uh, which I, I actually did write a short script, um, you know, that I'd love to turn into a short film someday. Granted that I have permission, um, because I, I just, someone needs to put him on the silver screen. That's just phenomenal, you know, what you said, running away from home, being homeless. And there was there was one thing in the story I'd noticed. He was in a pizza shop, and I think it was one of the head coaches of Team Eddie or, you know, someone from that caliber that walked in. And he said he was so embarrassed he hid in the break room. And so to, to imagine now, you know, in front of the entire world, stopping a goal, you know, Ronaldo's goal, I mean, that's just, that's a hit in the making. And, you know, I must backtrack just a tiny bit, and I want to make sure it's repeated and, uh, you know, sp- spoken out loudly and clearly for our listeners, and that you said you are starting, you've started a small project about Ali Reza Baravan, and that is that correct? Right now, my focus is um, other projects, but I'm hoping to, you know, do something about that, you know, within the next year or so, granted that I do have rights and permission. Um, I just think his story is so inspiring that it would be a waste not to do anything with it. And, you know, I'm sorry to put you on the spot here, but maybe, you know, if this, you know, as this continues, you know, is it possible that you might need a consultant, you know, maybe someone you know, in their mid-30s, who has a podcast about Team LE, the national team of Iran? Oh, I would absolutely need something like that, I, someone like that. I would I would appreciate it. Yeah, well, we'll keep in touch. <laughs> awesome. Sounds like a plan to me. 
And, you know, as we're continuing on about Team Melee, I mean, do you have, so who is your favorite player? I mean, I know I asked you who the MVP was for you around the World Cup, but do you have, like, a designated favorite player right now on Team Melee? Yeah, I really, really like Sagoro's Moon. Um, I just think that the path that he's on, I think he's phenomenal. And a lot of people had a few things to say after the World Cup, but I really don't think, given the circumstances, that that's necessarily true. I, I just think he's, he's a talent. He's, he's phenomenal. You know, I've told people before on more than one occasion, I feel like he is one of the best finishers ever to play for Team Ellie, and he still has many years ahead of him. We know that there were some things that went on that, you know, he said he temporary. He's, I don't know if you call it temporary. He said he retired from Team LA, but, you know, I'm calling it a temporary retirement. I'm pretty sure he'll, you know, after the smoke clears, he'll find his way back to the, you know, to where he belongs. I mean, it's, you know, it's up to us as fans to respect his decision. Um, I'm also keeping my fingers crossed for his comeback. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? A 23-year-old guy, his mother was ill. He was under so much pressure under his country, you know, in front of the whole world. I mean, as, wouldn't you break down? You know what I mean? But I think at the end of the day, everyone does need to um, respect his decision. So we will be crossing our fingers for the Asia Cup. Or, you know, I hope to see him maybe in future um, World Cup games. Because as you did mention, he's very young. So he's got two or three ahead of him, maybe even four. You know, I remember looking at your Instagram account. And so, is it is it possible that we're going to see some more pictures of Sardar Azmoon for your Man Crush Monday posts? So, the Man Crush Monday post was actually in conjunction with Saffron and Rose web series, uh, my web series. Um, what we would do was, we were trying to increase traffic on our Instagram, and in order to do that, we would tag uh, a famous male um, you, you know, a male entertainer, whether in Iran or in America, but of Persian descent, and a woman on um, Woman for Woman Crush Wednesdays, and that would actually um, that actually generated some interest, and that gave us a lot more traffic. We even got a reply from Ali Kadimi when he saw that he was tagged in my story, and so that was really cool. Awesome! I mean, what an honor it is that the Wizard of Tehran, Ali Kadimi you know, made contact with you. And that's, a, that's awesome. Amazing. It's wonderful. I really, really, you know, appreciate him. <laughs> All right, now shifting gears a bit now to your comedy career. You know, when did you first start getting into stand-up comedy? I fell into stand-up comedy by accident. Uh, I moved out to L.A. a few years ago. I wanted to be an actress, uh, not necessarily even a comedic one. And so I just kind of did what everyone did. I went to auditions. I got my headshots and all that stuff. Uh, it wasn't until I went to see a friend's show at the comedy store in Hollywood. And then I was like, wow, I really want to try this. And when he was hosting open mics the following semester, I went. And lucky enough, there was only four people there, including the owner. And I, so I was able to develop my material during that uh, semester and then be able to go on auditions at different clubs and, you know, get books on more shows. And it's really amazing how, how great everything's been working out, um, you know, fast forward a couple of years. And still sticking with your, you know, stand-up comedy career, do you, ever, do you have plans on ever doing stand-up comedy in Iran? 
would love that if I if I'm allowed to. Um, I know there's this girl. She's currently the first female stand-up comedian in Iran. Um, I'd love to meet her. Yeah, you know, I I have a few friends right now in the Middle East. They're American-born and raised, and they just did a whole comedy show. And I believe my Farsi is good enough. And yeah, no, I would love to go on tour at some point. I'm really hoping you get that opportunity, and of course, I'll be keeping tabs and paying attention to your Instagram account, of course. And as we're getting a little closer to wrapping this up, you know, we're getting to some last questions, and my next one for you is, do you have plans to attend the 2022 World Cup? The plan was to um, attend the 2018 World Cup, but unfortunately, I was unable to make it. But, yeah, I would love that. It's interesting that it's going to be held in the fall versus summer, though it's probably for the better since it's going to be in Qatar. And I'm really, really crossing my fingers that it's going to be in L.A. eight years from now. That would be just so convenient and great. <laughs> I, I would love to. I'd love to go. I'd love to meet our Team Melee boys, you know, tell them how inspiring they are. <laughs> Of course, and I'm sure take many selfies with them as well, right? Oh, you know it. <laughs> if selfies are still a thing in eight years, I wonder what the new trend is going to be. Good point, good point. Another, my next question for you. You know, Team Ali has not won the Asian Cup since 1976. It's a really long drought. You know, we're tired of it. It's, you know, it's, you know, hard to, it's hard to take in. And the next Asian Cup is coming up. In January of 2019, that'll be in the United Arab Emirates. Who are you predicting to win the 2019 Asian Cup? I think under Kadosh's guidance, um, Iran has a very high chance of winning this time. I mean, they didn't perform badly in the last Asia Cup, and I really do think they have the potential to win the whole thing or at least place very high. I mean, we have the highest number of um, players in European leagues this time around and as I mentioned earlier we can only go up from here Sarah I just want to thank you for taking the time to come on Team LA Talk it really was a pleasure to have you on the show oh thank you so much for having me I had a great time um, you know it's not every day I get to gloat about my favorite sports team and actually have people understand it because you know I have this joke in my stand-up that I say, in America, we care more about Quidditch than we care about soccer. And Sarah, you know, you do so much. I'm looking at your Instagram account. Can you, once again, share your handle for our listeners? It's at Sarah Fatini Official. Thank you again, Sarah, for coming on Team Ellie Talk. It was really great to have you. It was a lot of fun. And, of course, I'll be keeping tabs on your comedy and your comedy shows, and I really hope to have you back on the show in the future. How does that sound? Sounds amazing. I am totally game. Go Team LA. Do, 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 do. And that's it, everybody, for this edition of Team LA Talk. Really do appreciate the support. Make sure you find us on social media. You know the handle, at Team LA Talk. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, you can go to our website, www.teamletalk.com. Make sure to check out our latest episodes on YouTube. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this edition of Team Ellie Talk. I'm your host, Artif Tehari. We'll see you next time.